Hello, everybody. You're listening to Pastors, Patriots, and the Pursuit of Freedom. I'm your host, Cody Porter, and I'm super excited about today's episode because we are giving another shot at posting on Facebook. <laughs> and as we know from previous experiences, Facebook does not really like what I had to say. Hmm, shocker. But hopefully, maybe this time, they'll actually allow freedom of speech because I know that a large portion of our audience is still trying to listen on Facebook and so we're going to give another shot at it. It's still going to be on Anchor, still going to be on Spotify, still going to be on Apple Podcasts, wherever you have been listening to this. It's still going to be there. But because I know that there's a large percentage of the audience that does not get to hear this because they mainly listen on Facebook, we're going to give another shot at it. As much as I don't like Facebook, here we go. Maybe this time it'll work. But today we're going to be talking about abortion. And abortion is something that's been hotly debated throughout our nation for a very, very long time. And this debate still continues today, literally today. I was on Facebook, and I got directed to a Fox News link, and it was from an abortion debate over something that happened in Texas. Now, in Texas, Governor Greg Abbott, and thank God for Governor Greg Abbott, signed a bill on Wednesday that would ban abortion after the detection of a fetal heartbeat, and this is around six weeks into the pregnancy. So, Governor Greg Abbott, is saying that if there is a heartbeat, that you can detect a heartbeat, that you cannot have an abortion any longer. It is against the law to have an abortion after there's a heartbeat. And these have been uh, referred to as heartbeat bills. And this is not the first one. There have been others in the nation. But what makes this one different is because our White House press secretary, Jen Psaki, decided to weigh in. And it was very disturbing what she had to say. So this Fox News article reads... Saki calls Texas abortion law an assault on women's rights. An assault <laughs> on women's rights. Now, we're going to get into this here in a second, but I just thought that title was hilarious. Um, but here's something that she said that I couldn't help but just <laughs> die laughing after I read this. Now, this is a very serious topic, so I don't want to be misconstrued as laughing about abortion because I'm not. I'm laughing about what she said about abortion. She says, in quotes, this is the most restrictive measure yet in the nation. <laughs> really? <laughs> this is the most restrictive, the most restrictive measure in the nation? Is she forgetting the mask mandates? Is she forgetting the stay-at-home orders? Is she forgetting the fact that we could not leave our houses forever for like a year? Is she forgetting this? Is she is she forgetting the fact that they are shoving the vaccine down our throat? Is she forgetting all this? <laughs> really? She's she's calling the fact that she cannot kill her child or anybody else cannot kill their child the most restrictive measure in the nation. I think we need to reevaluate some things here. We just lived through a year of restrictions, completely unconstitutional restrictions, but yet she's going to say this is the most restrictive measure in the nation. Something about that just don't sit right, and I don't think that this is sitting right with you either. But she goes on to say um, that this is an assault on women's fundamental rights under Roe v. Wade. As if Roe v. Wade is the highest law of the land. Now granted, Roe v. Wade was a Supreme Court case in which the Supreme Court ruled in favor of abortion. But it was just a Supreme Court case. What about the First Amendment in the Bill of Rights that guarantees our freedom of speech, which they constantly trample and have no problem restricting? 
What about our Second Amendment, which is also in the Bill of Rights, that guarantees our right to have firearms and that it should not be infringed, shall not be infringed, but yet they have no problem infringing upon them? Are we really going to say that this is an assault on fundamental rights? I don't see a right to abortion anywhere in the Bill of Rights. But, you know, then again, that's just me. But she comes, she goes on to say something that, that I, I agree with, just not in this context. She goes on to say, critical rights continue to come under withering and extreme attack around the country. I agree with this. Our critical rights are coming under attack in this country. Just the fact that, you know, before we started this podcast, I was talking about how Facebook is constantly censoring our videos. The fact that Congress is doing absolutely nothing about that. The fact that you're not allowed to say God in school. The fact that our National Day of Prayer was, was you know, pretty much canceled this year. The fact that you're not allowed to say certain things uh, on social media. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Yeah, that's a critical right that's being infringed upon, that's being attacked. What about our Second Amendment? The fact that there is constantly legislation that's trying to be passed to limit our Second Amendment, which it says shall not be infringed. Are we really going to debate the right, the right of abortion whenever we have a lot of other critical rights that are going by the wayside? This is making no sense to me, unless it's coming from a perspective of somebody who has a very wicked agenda attached to it, and that's exactly what this is. So... It says, Texas joins six other states in banning abortion after six weeks, but has its own unique enforcement mechanisms. Federal courts have mostly blocked the measures in other states from taking effect, but Texas law prohibits state officials from enforcing the ban, but allows anyone to sue an abortion provider or anyone else who may have helped someone get an abortion after the limit and seek financial damages of up to $10,000 per defendant. So that's unique. It's interesting because this is not the first heartbeat bill. But this, this is a little bit unique. It's, it's an interesting interesting spin on things. It says the law is set to, to take effect after September 1st, but does not include exceptions or does not include exceptions in cases of rape or incest, but has a provision for medical emergencies. That's interesting. There is no exceptions in the case of rape or incest, but it has provisions for medical emergencies. Now I'm not going to get into the specifics of what I think about that. I just don't like abortion across the board. But it's interesting that he did make that provision because that's one of the number one number one arguments that proponents of abortion have. It's what about a medical emergency? What about a medical emergency? Well, here he's got that provision. Now, whether or not I think it's right is different. Um, but he does have that provision, which is interesting. So, Jim Saki goes on to say, goes on to say, obviously there are some actions, and this is in quotes, Obviously, there are some actions that will be through legal processes and through the courts. Those are decisions for the Department of Justice and others to make. But certainly, the president supports and believes we should codify Roe v. Wade. And that is his view. Regardless of these backward-looking steps that are being taken in states. She says that, the, that what Texas did, that what Governor Abbott did, is a backward step from Roe v. Wade. Of course it is. Of course it is. Shouldn't our goal be to get rid of Roe versus Wade? I mean, look at how many countless lives that abortion claims. And these are lives. This this baby girl, this baby, this baby boy, they are lives. They are human lives. They have every right that you and I have. And I like that famous quote. It seems funny, 
that all the biggest proponents of abortion have already been born. But yet we want to debate what kind of rights they have. What kind of rights did you have when you were in the womb? Wouldn't you want somebody to stick up for you? Yeah, I thought so. But it says that these, ba these are backward-looking steps. But the president supports and believes that we should codify Roe v. Wade, that we should continue to establish Roe v. Wade as the law of the land. Now, we all kind of already knew this. I mean, this isn't breaking news that Biden supports abortion, but it is disturbing because we had a president, President Trump, who was completely pro-life. He stood up for, for the rights of, of the babies. But now we have one that couldn't care less. And this is very disturbing. So as the church, we need to step it up a notch. We need to continue to be on the front lines saying that these babies have a right to life because they are already, they are already living. Life begins at conception. And I'm going to talk about this in Scripture. I'm going to prove it in Scripture. Because time and time again, Scripture makes it very, very clear, very, very clear, that these, that these babies are knit together by God. Now, Psalm 139 Verses 13 through 16 says this. It says, For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I will praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful, and I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before even one of them came into being. What is this saying? This is saying that God created us. He saw us in our mother's womb, but not just saw us. He knit us together in our mother's womb. When people could not see us, when we have not stepped foot on this earth, God saw us and he knit us together in our mother's womb. He knew us. And how can you know something that's not living? But here's another thing. Here's another thing. It says that all my days were ordained for me and written in your book before even one of them came into being. God has already had a plan laid out for these little babies. He has already had all of their days laid out in advance. Before they even get to live them, God has already set them aside. It is not your right to take that plan away from them. It is not your right to choose for them something different than what God has already ordained for them. It is not your right. I don't care what Jen Psaki says. I do not care what Biden says. It is not a right to take the life of a child. And, you know, Christians say, whoa, 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 you can't get involved in politics. Especially as a minister, you can't get involved in politics. But here's the deal. Lives are on the line. So you're darn tootin' that I'm going to be standing on that line. And then I'm going to be defending life. Because lives are on the line. And as Christians, we are called to defend life to defend the marginalized to defend the people without voices and i can't think of anybody who doesn't have a voice more than a child who has not even been born yet so you you yeah you better you you betcha that i'm going to be on that line that i'm going to be calling this out for what it is this is a demonic and wicked agenda and we need to wake up to it children are a gift from god as a matter of fact scripture says this it says it says in psalm psalm 127 Verse 3 through 5, it says, Children are a heritage from the Lord, offspring a reward from Him. Like arrows in the hands of a warrior are children born in one's youth. Blessed is the man whose quiver is full of them. They will not be put to shame when they contend with their opponents in court. So it says that children are a heritage from the Lord. It's, it's, a, it's a blessing from Him. It's a reward from Him. 
And just like arrows in the hand of a warrior, so are children in the, in the hands of their father and mother. You see, these kids are a blessing. We have an opportunity to, to love them, to raise them, to train them up in the way that they should go. And whenever they're able to stand on their own, <laughs> they could be a, an amazing, amazing force for the truth, an amazing, an amazing witness to God. Nobody knows what their words can accomplish. Nobody knows what their ideas are going to bring to fruition. Nobody knows what their inventions are going to accomplish. Nobody knows except for God. And so it is not our right to make that decision. It is not our right to take that child's life. Now, am I saying that women who have had abortion are too far out uh, for the grace of God, for the love of God? I'm not saying that at all. It does not matter what you have done. God still loves you. There's still grace. There's still mercy. There's still forgiveness. And that's not, that's not even in, in the question. God still loves you, and he's still waiting for you to come back to him. There's still that grace, and the blood of Jesus washes over that sin. But what I am saying is even though, even though that is just like any other sin, God hates sin, God will not stand for sin. What I am saying is this one we need to make sure that we are making a stand on because lives are on the line. I don't know how many times I have to say that, but lives are on the line. We need to wake up. We need to wake up, church. Quit saying that we can't play politics. Quit saying that we can't speak to social issues. We need to be speaking to this one. There's a lot that we need to be speaking to, but we need to be speaking to this one. And we need to wake up. And all these pastors that are just, you know, tiptoeing around these issues, I want you to wake up. Because either you get on board and either you start making a stand and either you start advancing the kingdom and making sure that the standards of God are being upheld, that these lives are, are being protected, that the message is still going out, that we're preserving our freedom and, and what God has given us. Either you get on board and you start defending some things, you start preaching some things, you start standing up to all of this nonsense, or you can just go ahead and sit down. We don't need you. We don't need you. We need people who are on fire, who are going out and defending lives, who are going out and who are preaching the gospel unashamedly. We need people who are willing to say, I don't care what's going on out there. I don't care what they're saying out there. But I've got a mission. And this, this mission has got to go forward. These lives have got to be saved. It does not matter what the government says. It does not matter what they can even possibly do to me. We've got to get our priorities back. We've got to get our vision back. Back in focus, because there's a lot of stuff that's going on that we've got to address. We've got to address. It doesn't matter if you're a Christian. It does not matter if you're a pastor. It does not matter if you're a patriot. It does not matter if you're some combination. No matter where you are on the spectrum, this should matter. Children are a blessing. We need children in our nation. We need a next generation. But we also need children in the church. We need people who's going to take our positions. We need people who we can train up, who will be the next generation of soul winners, who will be the next generation of warriors for the truth. No matter how you look at this, children are a gift. Children need to be protected. And I, I, can't, I can't even fathom the fact that there are going to be people who's going to email me later saying, hey, you know, you know, uh, abortion's women's rights and uh, blah, 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 and the list goes on and on. I can't even fathom the fact that I'm making a claim such as babies have the right to live, and there's going to be somebody out there who's going to say, no, no they don't, no, they don't. It's, it's more important that we have a right to choose than it is for this baby's life. I can't even fathom that, other than the fact that we're living in, in, a, wicked, in a wicked world that's been deceived. 
But either way, <laughs> no matter how twisted this is, no matter how nonsensical this is, we need to realize that as Christians we have a duty to stand up and to keep speaking truth and to keep defending those who cannot defend themselves. So that's all I have. Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you for the opportunity to get this message out here. And Lord, I thank you for Governor Greg Abbott and many other governors like him who have already stood up and already said we are defending our children and their right to life. But Lord, I ask that many more would join. God, I ask that you would give a backbone to those who are in leadership. And Lord, to those who would completely oppose this, to those who have a wicked demonic agenda, God, I ask that you would stand in their way, that their agendas would not come to pass. Lord, I ask that you would just go throughout this whole process, throughout our nation. And Lord, I ask that your spirit would begin breaking down walls, and that your spirit would be convicting people, and that your spirit would be furthering the agenda of spiritual freedom, physical freedom, and also life, spiritually and physically. Lord, I thank you for who you are, and I thank you for your sweet spirit. And Lord, I thank you for your hand that's been upon this nation for so long. But Lord, we are at a place where we need you again. We need that mighty hand to break down walls. We need that mighty hand to raise up leaders who are actually going to lead according to your standards and according to the laws of this land that you have so graciously helped to ordain. And Lord, we will continue to give you all the praise, all the glory, and all the honor forever. Amen. I want you to continue sharing these videos. I want to thank you for tuning in. But please, please keep sharing these. Let's get this message of freedom and life out to whoever, out to as many people as possible. And like I said, I know Facebook's probably going to do its censoring thing, probably going to do its nonsensical, infringing stuff. Uh, whether it be not showing this video at all, whether it be messing with the numbers because, you know, it shows one number, but my analytics page shows something completely different. They do all this crazy stuff. Whether you're able to share it on Facebook or not, it doesn't matter. Please share. But go to the other pages, Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever else. Share it any other way you can. Let's get this message out here to as many people as possible. Thank you, and God bless.